It's Saturday, May 13th, and this is Brian with the Morning News. Give us five minutes and we'll give you the headlines you need to know to be in the know. As Washington reaches for a budget deal to end the debt ceiling standoff, one outcome is clear. The ambitious COVID era of government spending is giving way to a new fiscal focus on tailored investments and stemming deficits. President Biden has said that recouping unspent COVID-19 funds is on the table in budget talks with Congress. While the White House has threatened to veto Republican House Speaker Kevin McCarthy's debt ceiling bill with its cuts to federal programs, the administration has signaled a willingness to consider other budget caps. The Treasury Department has warned it will begin running out of money to pay the nation's bills as soon as June 1st, though an estimate Friday by the nonpartisan Congressional Budget Office puts the deadline at the first two weeks of June, potentially buying the negotiators more time. Negotiators are considering clawing back some $30 billion in unused COVID-19 funds, imposing spending caps over the next several years and permitting reforms to ease construction of energy projects and other developments. In other news, President Biden commended Spanish Prime Minister Pedro Sanchez for his country's collaboration with the United States and Canada to establish migration hubs in Latin America where asylum seekers fleeing poverty and violence in their home countries can apply for protection. The two leaders sat down at the White House on Friday for wide-ranging talks on Russia's invasion of Ukraine, climate change, and other issues. Efforts by the U.S. and Spain to cooperate on asylum processing loomed large over the discussion as the Biden administration rolls out new immigration measures now that COVID-19 immigration restrictions have ended. The new efforts are designed to crack down on illegal border crossings while opening legal pathways to give migrants incentives to apply for asylum online where they are, instead of making the dangerous journey to the border. Around the world, Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky arrived in Rome on Saturday for talks with Italian officials and Pope Francis who has said the Vatican has launched a behind-the-scenes initiative to try to end the war launched last year by Russia. Italian Foreign Minister Antonio Tajani was on hand to greet Zelensky as he arrived at a military airfield at Rome's Chiampino Airport. Italian Premier Giorgia Meloni staunchly backs military and other aid for Ukraine. However, Ms. Maloney has had to contend with leaders of two coalition partners who have openly professed for years their admiration for Russian President Vladimir Putin. Coalition ally Silvio Berlusconi, a former premier, has boasted of his friendship with Putin, while another government ally, league leader Matteo Salvini, has questioned the value of economic sanctions against Russia. Elsewhere, Israel and Palestinian militants unleashed salvos of fire for a fifth day on Saturday, with the Islamic Jihad militant group launching dozens more rockets and the Israeli military pounding targets inside the Gaza Strip. There were no immediate reports of casualties in Gaza or Israel on Saturday. Hopes for an imminent ceasefire between Israel and the Palestinian Islamic Jihad were fading, as the Israeli military early Saturday bombed an apartment belonging to Islamic Jihad commander Mohammed Abu al-Atta, among other targets. Islamic Jihad militants fired a barrage of rockets toward southern Israel, where tens of thousands of Israelis were instructed to remain close to safe rooms and bomb shelters.
And back in the U.S., temperatures are expected to start climbing significantly today in parts of the Pacific Northwest as an early heat wave takes hold, possibly breaking records and worsening wildfires already burning in western Canada. The historically temperate region has grappled with scorching summer temperatures and unprecedented wildfires fueled by climate change in recent years. The National Weather Service issued a heat advisory lasting from Saturday through Monday for much of the western parts of both Oregon and Washington state. Temperatures in Portland are expected to hover around 94 degrees throughout the weekend, according to the Weather Service. Now you know, and you're ready to go with the morning news. Share this with a friend and subscribe to us wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. You can also sign up for our newsletter at themorningnews.com. Thank you for listening.